Hello and welcome back to another installment of Optimizing Your Financial World. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff. We've got Mark Wade, the president of Echelon Family Office, standing by. He'll be jo joining us momentarily. But look, first, we want to thank you for finding your way back to the show. Mark and I had a really nice chat during our inaugural episode surrounding the idea of the stress testing process and how it's utilized for not only Mark's day-to-day -day clients, the affluent, the super rich individuals that we spoke of in our last episode, but also how it's a strategy that can be implemented for the average Joe, the mom and pop business on the corner. This is a super beneficial strategy to evaluate your overall financial portfolio and ensure you're making the best decision given your personal and professional goals. So if that's a conversation that you missed in our first episode, I'd highly recommend traveling back, checking that episode out on whatever platform that you're watching or listening to us on today. A lot of great information packed into that discussion. And we'd hate for you to miss out on it. But today we got a great conversation lined up for you, a different one. Today's topic is a key ingredient that makes a good wealth manager a great one. You see, a lot of financial advisors or wealth managers out there today, sure, they possess the highest level of financial acumen, but there tends to be a missing ingredient, and it tends to be overlooked all too often. And luckily, we've got Mark and his four decades worth of experience in this space to lean on. So Mark's going to share what this ingredient is, you know, just exactly how it should be applied within the wealth management process and why you should be demanding it from your financial advisor today. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Mark on to get our conversation started. Mark, how are you doing this morning? Good to see you. Hey, Ryan, I'm doing great today. How about yourself? I'm doing well, doing well. Hey, we've got a good conversation teed up for our audience today. I really like this one because it allows, you know, not only myself, but our audience to kind of get a little bit of a behind the scenes look at how you make the secret sauce over there at Echelon Family Office and how you go about your day-to-day -day dealings with clients. And so, Mark, I was thinking about how to start our conversation today, and I think it's no secret, you know, when we look at affluent families or the super rich business owners today, you know, they all, they obviously want to make the best decisions about their wealth overall. So they look to those with the highest level of financial acumen, you know, the, the smartest individuals in this space that they could possibly utilize. But it turns out that that superior technical expertise isn't always enough to get the job done and get it done to the fullest. There tends to be this missing link. Could you care to explain for us why individuals, families, business owners overall should be demanding more from the wealth manager that they choose to work with? Sure. You know, complex finances and goals require a greater level of expertise and skill mm -hmm. to effectively serve the affluent client. And so what we have found that there are many competent advisors out there, but oftentimes client comes, clients come to us and say they're not getting exactly what they need or want from their advisors, and it's common. So something's missing from that relationship that blocks the client from their goals. The fact is those advisors, advisors are missing the key ingredient in serving wealthy clients because they just don't understand that elite wealth, elite wealth management requires more than just technical expertise. Sure. And, and it's, I feel like that's an easy thought to overlook. I mean, you would think, hey, this guy's got the, the highest level of financial acumen, the technical expertise. This should be more than enough. But let's get into what that missing link is, Mark. What is the missing link that you see in these instances? Without question, it's the human element. Mm. My 40 years of serving clients in the wealth management area says that advisors need to bring really exceptional human element skills into everything that they do for their clients. 
So, Mark, when we're talking about the human element, we see it kind of weaved into a lot of different industries today. You know, everything's leaning towards such like a consumer driven market. Everybody's catering towards the consumers. When we're talking about the human element, specifically within wealth management, what is it that we're talking about in terms of, you know, what is this detail? Take me through it. It's the personal and emotional components that comprise wealth management. Okay, it's everything and everyone that's important to you, the client, and everything and everyone that could be affected by any of the financial or legal decisions you make. See, we use that understanding as the bedrock of your wealth management plan because the human element's gonna ensure that the choices you make about your wealth are reflected by your most important goals, your most important values, and really who you are as a person. Right. So Mark, I, you know, it gets me thinking, you know, obviously, okay, yes, if, you know, if I have significant assets, I have goals for my wealth, uh, you know, there's, there is more to the conversation than just the dollars and cents on, on my spreadsheet at the end of the day. You got to be taken into what I want to achieve on a personal level. So that being said, Mark, why do you personally believe, you know, with all your experience, all your conversations with clients throughout your career, why the human element aspect within wealth management is ultimately just so important and why it really should be that, that other half of the equation, you know, in addition to the financial expertise that, you know, other wealth managers bring to the table. Sure. I think that can best be explained by maybe, let me use an example of one of our clients who came to us and they were wanting an evaluation of their estate and business succession plan. Mm -hmm. Ryan, as you know, we call that a stress test, right? Mm -hmm. So our attention to the human element in this case opened this client's eyes to several potentially disastrous defects in his plan. One of the things that the test revealed was that changes to his family circumstances since that plan was first drafted could have resulted in an all-out war between his children mm-hmm. and maybe even the destruction of his long-standing family business. Because here's what happened. The patriarch decided in the planning that he was going to treat everybody equally. Okay? So that's it's an interesting thing when someone tries to treat people, their family, equally as opposed to equitably. Because now only one child was working in the business. And guess what? He was the company president. Oh, geez. so. So as we had previously described, uh, as he had described to us, I should say, two of his other children, he he said to us in previous conversations, he thought that they were rather lazy or or even a freeloader. Mm -hmm. So after we did some intense focusing on the human element of his plan, you know, we helped him create a new estate, business succession and asset protection plan. And in the process, of course, he's become a great client of ours for years. So you see, while his old planning was state-of-the-art at the time he created it, it wasn't keeping up with his evolving family circumstances. And so consequently, we had to implement new solutions for him. Now the child in the business will inherit the company, and the others are going to be treated equitably with other family assets. Oh, Mark, I, I love that. And, and I love that it kind of ties into our conversation that we had, you know, in our, our inaugural episode surrounding stress tests as a whole. And that was kind of the next question that I wanted to get into today was that when you're looking at the human element, obviously the stress testing process, that initial discovery point, when you guys sit down with a, a new client or even an existing client to run through a stress test, you know, there's a lot of conversation to be had there. Yes. On the professional side, you know, the, the numbers, but you know, on the spreadsheet, the, the portfolio as a whole. But then there's also the personal side of things that, that come into that stress testing, you know, conversation and process. So that being said, how do you find, you know, from a technical standpoint, the, the human element, how does that get weaved into the stress testing process, you know, when you're going through conversations with clients? 
I get that question all the time. Mm. Stress testing really is the systematic method that we use to determine whether or not your plans are going to perform as you expected that they would perform sure. at the most critical point in time. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just one of the tools that we use to find opportunities to drive true and meaningful value to the bottom line for you and your family. Now, you know, sometimes the changes we make are simply technical changes and or sometimes we find that that the planning that you uh, created the first time through are no longer is no longer relevant because of some changing family circumstances. Mm-hmm. Okay, through the through the human element of the stress testing if you don't if you don't pay careful attention to the human element in stress testing and you only pay attention to the numbers that's a recipe for disaster sure sure mark i want to ask you an interesting question here and i think it's one that begs to be asked is when you're going through a stress test and this is something we didn't cover in our last episode when you're going through a stress test do you ever find situations where you know you conduct the full stress test you have the discovery process you look at the numbers you find you know obviously the human element is weaved into this you go through the complete stress testing process only to find that it reveals no issues for a given client occasionally yes mm-hmm. but more often than not our experience shows that we can make either a technical improvement or through a better understanding of the human element information, uh, we're able to make improvements that could cost that otherwise would cost clients hundreds of thousands, and in some cases millions of dollars. Many of the clients, when they first come to us, you know, they've had some or all of the planning done already, but they soon find that there's a huge difference between having that plan complete and having it as complete as well as possible and as current as possible. I can tell you those two are two entirely different things. So. Mm-hmm. The other side to that coin is sometimes clients come to us and they have the most high-tech, high-speed, low-drag plan there is out there. And the, the reality is it could be worthless to them if the advisor ignored the human elements that speak directly to the client's goals and values. So right. we always ask our clients right up front, are you certain your current plans are going to produce the results that you're expecting? Mm-hmm. Because after the damage is done, it's too late. Right. Hence, you know, it's in the, it's in the name stress testing. You know, we're, we're looking to see how your plan would hold up against some stresses. And if, Hey, if the damage is done, the damage is done. And that's why, as we discussed in our first episode, you want to make sure you're getting out ahead of these things. You're, you're stress testing, um, you know, even when things are all looking okay, because you never you're know. So what right. you, you don't know what you don't know at the end of the day. Absolutely. So, so Mark, I love this conversation because the human element, it does play a big role within the stress testing process or really just your day-to-day interactions with clients. Now, when you're looking at who to choose as an advisor, right, you you can tell whether or not they've got that technical expertise, they're savvy when it comes to the numbers and can develop a pretty good plan. But how do you, Mark, how do you assess whether or not a given wealth manager truly cares about and implements the human element within their discussions with clients? Ryan, one of the best ways is to listen to whether the wealth manager is focused more on trying to sell you products or is he focused or he or she focused on you? You see, you know, financial products are only tools, right? And whether those products are right for you depends on a thorough discovery of your needs, your values, your challenges, and your concerns, not to mention your goals. So you have to ask yourself, especially in the beginning, are they trying to impress me with their knowledge of various products and solutions, which by the way, may or may not be appropriate for you because how could they know they really don't know you as yet, correct? Mm -hmm. Or are they paying close attention to discover who you really are as a person? 
So if the focus is on you, that's a good sign that the manager could be focused on outcomes. And if he's focused on outcomes, he could be focused on getting the results you seek for you, your family, and your business. Ultimately, that's the goal. All right, Mark, I love that. The focus should be on you, not the product. So, Mark, I'd love to play a little game of hypotheticals with you here. Uh, let's let's have you flip roles here for a second. Pretend that you're an investor, not an advisor. You are a client. Okay, what do you want to see, man? You know, you're going through, what would give you the confidence, I should ask, that the advisor you're considering working with, you know, he's got the financial expertise, but he's also got the human element weaved into his dealings. You know, what are you looking for? Well, it's, it's real clear to me. Mm-hmm. Does, does the advisor walk the human element talk? Mm. Okay. Do his actions line up with what he's saying? Do they have a clear approach to get to know you on a deep level? And I'm talking about a well-defined discovery process, right? Do they take every client through this discovery process and not just sit there with a, some random list of questions firing off? questions that you don't even understand why they're asking. Mm-hmm. And Mark, you know, you and I chatted a little bit about this in our inaugural episode about the discovery process, really just the stress testing process as a whole, how detailed it is. The discovery process really is that jumping off point. It's that initial touch point uh, that you have with your clients. So what does a good, a thorough discovery process involve, especially when weaving in that human element perspective? What does it look like? Well, let's start by saying it goes way beyond what stocks you own or your net worth. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's about what motivates you on that deep level to make the financial decisions that you make. Okay. Is the advisor curious about, well, the most important people in your life, like your family and the goals that you might have for them. Okay. Does the advisor ask about your interest in life as well as whether or not you'd like to work with them? Now, these questions will tell you whether or not the advisor is looking at you as a total person and not just another account. Sure. And so, Mark, we've we've really touched deep into the human element specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it comes down to, yes, these questions of that, uh, I guess, as the client, you should be listening for, you know, are they focused on me, not the product? Asking these deep questions, getting the, you know, the family background, your your dynamics personally and professionally. There's a lot to unpack within that. So. To kind of bring our conversation to a you know a head here, uh, my last question for you really today is: Are there any other additional aspects of you know a wealth manager delivering on the promise of incorporating the human element? Hey Ryan, you know, just as important as the questions they ask, it's really important to see whether or not they're listening to your answers and do they incorporate those answers into the overall plan. You know, it's kind of easy to give lip service to the fact that, oh, I'm a deep listener and you know we have this process. But the advisor that really cares about the human elements of your life, okay, he's gonna create a plan that speak directly to those concerns and worries that you had in the discovery process. So look, in, your, in the plan, you'll see your answers in the plan. If you see your answers in the plan, you know that he was listening and that he's honoring your interests and he's honoring your concerns. All right. Well, Mark, I love this conversation. The human element, you know, once you unpack it and we start talking about how it plays a role within wealth management, it makes all the sense in the world. Like how, how is my wealth manager not going to take in my personal values, my personal goals with consideration to my wealth? Sure. You can have a great plan, you know, statistically, technically speaking, but if my goals, my aspirations aren't being addressed and met, 
is the plan really the right plan for me? And so once we have this conversation, it makes sense to, you know, anybody listening. So uh, I really appreciate you, you know, sharing some of your experiences with us, addressing this. And I have a feeling that in future episodes, the human element's going to creep back into conversation. Just a little feeling, though. <laughs> I, I suspect it might as well as the stress testing. So Ryan, hey, listen, yeah. thanks so much for having me here today. Uh, it was a great conversation. I look forward to our next one. All right, me too, Mark. And look, hey, we want to thank you, our listeners, our viewers, for joining us here for the second episode. Again, if you missed last episode, be sure to circle back. If you were with us for today's episode, feel free to like, comment, subscribe, share this knowledge with friends and family. We had a great conversation, you know, surrounding the human element today. It's something that everyone should have weaved into their wealth plan because, look, it's about you. It's too important to not be about you. So make sure you take that to heart. Take that to your converse, your next conversation, that is, with your wealth manager and get that human element incorporated. So anyway, for Mark Wade, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long. We thank you so much for joining us for today's edition and we'll see you on the next one of Optimizing Your Financial World.